Hey, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. I'm excited about this episode, man. Me too. I'm excited. We've been trying to get this one for a minute. Yep. Yep. We finally got it. I heard you went fishing. <laughs> I did. I went fishing yesterday. I had a good time. Um, caught a bunch of stuff. A lot of stuff I couldn't keep, but it was Why? a good time. They're not big enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. So little minnows? No, nah, I mean, they're this big. <laughs> Nothing. You, they, redfish have to be over a certain, I think it's 19, 19 yeah. inches. Yeah. And so we didn't catch anything that big. So You know, I'm not, I'm not a big fishing guy, man. I was city city kid but i didn't go fishing much but i hear it's really really nice i've been a couple it's calming times. it's calming yeah, yeah it's we cal- couldn't go offshore yesterday just because of the weather so we just went inshore and had a good time and fished and turned my phone off yeah and just enjoyed uh just hanging out so. i'm the guy that comes after y'all catch the fish i'm, I'm there for the fish fry. that's though. fair like that's yeah fair. yeah just just tell me when the fish fry and i'll show up yeah i'll bring some case of whatever we need and, and, and everything that's else. fair that's yeah. good thing. yeah yeah Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, back. Welcome to the Core Compass Podcast. I'm Walker. I'm Jeremy. And, of course, we're excited. You're going to be really in tune for a good episode here. Yep. Our guest today is the one and only Mr. Eric Baldacci, the yeah. managing director of recruiting. There you go. What's up, guys? Mr. Nothing Coom. Much. What's up? What's up, Eric? Good. I'm excited, man. So I get to ask the first question, Eric. Uh, you know, it's it's you got a lot of balls going in the air. Um and you do it so well. Uh, I think you're the most, probably the most mild mannered guy around here. I heard that you've got, <laughs> I've heard some stories that they have seen that. I haven't seen that side, but you walk around <laughs> quietly, but you carry a big stick. But anyway, I like to get into, I like to really get to know you, your family. You've already talked to me about some of your family and your kids and stuff. And I, uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about your trip. So oh, we'll talk right. about that. But but let's go into you and your family. Let's, tell me about your kids and, and your family background. Uh, well, family background. I grew up in California. Um, Cali. Cali. West yeah, side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. West side, best West side. West side, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, moved here like maybe 10 years ago yeah. right, to, to uh, kind of have uh, more breathing room and be able to provide better for our kids. And uh, it was a great, great move because, uh, you know, I ended up here at Core Group. I've been at Core Group for 10 years, uh, found my, my thing, you know, through that. Yeah. And uh, my kids now are there. They're in college. They, I mean, my kids, my kids, honestly, they worked here longer than you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, we put them to work, man. We, yeah. we, they were like, I think, seventh, eighth grade. And we got into that little office we were in and mm-hmm. we, were, oh, we need someone to clean this thing. I'm like kids can do that Put them to work. <laughs> so so you know we 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 prepped i prepped them i did some interview prep with them we made them do an inner you know a resume and and uh i, I told matt matt was gonna ask him all kinds of tough questions <laughs> yeah you know we, we had it all set up we're gonna we're gonna beat up on these little seven and eight year olds right or right. Seven, seven and eighth graders right and yeah and, and make them like feel the real world uh-huh. and uh you know, pick them up. It was probably this time of year. They're out of school, and yeah, so they're all sweaty. This is my, one of my favorite stories. Yeah, actually. and uh, we get out of the car. I pick them up at lunchtime. We get out of the car, and my eighth grader, his back is soaking wet because he's so nervous about <laughs> oh interviewing with Matt for. Oh my goodness! And, Sounds and like had, everybody. Yeah, man, we had them prepped, and okay, you can answer this question. I'm teaching them some sales questions and stuff like that. Get in, sit in front of Matt, and Matt just crumbled you know matt's a soft oh trainer. my god <laughs> so you guys want this job yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know so so that was kind of he couldn't cool. do so, it he no, couldn't bring he himself couldn't do to do it oh so my they, goodness so they they cleaned this office you know from a small office all the way to when we were in the in the, full in thing. the big they ran one that ran their own little business anyway that's uh my kids are in college now wow that's crazy. Like, uh, what's the ages 
they're 19 and 20. 19 yeah. and 20. Yes. Yeah, so they remember that Matt interview? Yeah. They do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were sweating and all prepared, and then yeah. he comes in and just hands the job on yeah, the ladder. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And they, uh, one of them came in the other day. You know, it's cool because Matt will, you know, go up, give him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, they're, what they're up to. And, you know, Seventh so. and eight, great. They've got, they got, they got introduction. Forget child labor laws. They're going no. to work. Oh, shoot, they're going I to work. Shouldn't, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> no, they're good. They're good. Oh, man, they're grown. Well, you know, like they, they're grown. They, they were independent. They owned their own yeah, company. Yeah, they owned their own company. It was corporate. It was corporate. Hey, we got put to work. I'm like Eric, old school. My son going to work. I'm You're going to find something around here. So, yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. What trip? Tell us about the trip you just came back from. Costa I heard Rica. that was cool. Yeah, Costa How Rica. How was it? It was awesome. You know, I, I haven't gone on a vacation since 2019. Um, haven't taken my kids anywhere since 2019. Yeah. And, uh, you know, time flies. And like I said, they're they're now in college. So the last time we went on a trip, we went diving and wow. all kinds of great stuff. And, and uh, you know, pandemic hit. But that really wasn't the issue. It was like, yeah. hey, all of a sudden, big things were happening at Core Group. And, and um I saw the opportunity and I, I you know, I, I seized on it because mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta take those opportunities Absolutely. for hot markets and, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, you know, it, it took time away from the family. Absolutely. And um, which you know is a, is is a regret, but ultimately it put me in a position where now I can do whatever I want for my family. That's yep. cool. So uh, you gotta look at it that way. And right. We went um, just the boys, you know, just myself and the two kids, and we surfed, we dove. Uh, Relaxed, I didn't answer. Which one is the daredevil? Both of your boys, or which one is like that stuff? But they both like the adventure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We went to Costa Rica because I said, okay, what do you guys want to do? And one goes diving, one one wants uh, uh, surfing, and so I'm like, Costa Rica. I mean, yeah, we we jumped out of airplanes together. There's nothing like watching your. 18 year old just gets sucked out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like, I'm laughing. Oh my the whole goodness. Time yeah. My kid is falling. Wow. The ground, <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty cool. Father, son, time, and bonding. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's, awesome. Got a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So yeah. tell me, that, uh, uh, Eric, on the California and Texas, like, I know there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sure. how did you decide on uh, leaving California and being in Texas? And how has the adjustment been for you and the boys? Yeah, you know, uh, California, I grew up there, right? Lived there 39 yeah. years, man. It's beautiful. And, uh, uh, yeah, I loved it, but but it, it very expensive. Um, it wasn't the same place I grew up either, you mm-hmm. know, as far as opportunity and, and that sort of thing. I went through some, some financial things there as far mm-hmm. as uh, I was in mortgage mortgage banking, right? And, mm-hmm. and uh, it, hit a, it hit a wall. Like, you know, it really affected the coast. Yeah. It didn't mm-hmm. affect Texas is right. bad, but everyone felt it. Right. Financial crisis. And, um, you know, just survived my way through it. And uh, we got the opportunity to come to Texas. And mm-hmm. I knew a lot was going on in Texas. And, uh, man, I tell you, uh, I was worried about it. But mm-hmm. when we landed, when we landed in Houston and drove drove out here from the airport to, to Katy. Um, I'm like, man, look at all the things that are being built. Look at all yeah. that's going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much opportunity. I came here without a job. Like, I'm like, I'll, I'll find a job. You know, mm-hmm. I can do this. And um, the uh, just so much opportunity. You could feel it. You could see it. Yeah. And it reminded me of probably what my my uncles and my dad felt when they moved from, they moved from Ohio to California in the 60s mm. when California was doing what Houston everybody was, was on that trans- and everyone yeah. was on that thing like yeah. you know and and they were in 
development. They developed homes and, mm -hmm. and communities and stuff like that. And they grew an awesome business. And so uh, there was just so much opportunity out there at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's what, when I got here. Cool. And, there, and, you know, we're in Katy, Cinco Ranch, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's suburbs. So, right. so my kids are like, you know, there, there was no difference. It's just hot. You right. Know? Yeah, hot it's right. A little, and yeah. a little bit warmer. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, yeah. Texas heat. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, they transitioned into sports. And, and the, so the transition is, you know, they've lived here longer than they lived mm -hmm. in California. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. What they do. So what led you to core group? How did that whole yeah story start? Because I believe you were the third or second employee. No, I was probably number probably number four or five. Okay, okay, or something like that. Uh, at the time, there there was two other people that started when I started. Mm -hmm. um, so I was probably four. four okay, number four, number five. Um, Baby stages. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, we, yeah. we sat in a little two um, two office. You know, room. It was really made for a, a receptionist and a lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah. And we we had four desks in each one, and we're yeah. handing the cordless phone through the door. Hey, it's for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, uh, how I got here is when I got to Houston, we moved for my wife at the time for her job. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, like I said, I, I'll find a job, and I know I can. Mm -hmm. And um, I really should have taken my time, but I took. Uh, you know, I'm at home, I'm taking the kids to school mm -hmm. and I'm coming back. I'm like, man, I should be working. And so about a month, about a month into it, I, I did find a job and I was commuting down to, uh, you know, maybe 45 minutes away, which mm. you know, coming home in the afternoon could be two hours. Yep. And Pretty that taxing. Thing. And, and I had done this stuff before and uh, meaning that type of job. And mm -hmm. like, you know, what? I don't think there's as much opportunity as I thought. And, and after a commute one day, I'm like, yeah, forget this. Like I'll, I'll find something closer and uh, I was in a gym, CrossFit gym, at like 8.30 in the morning one mm -hmm. day in the middle of the week. And the guy's like, why are you here? Shouldn't you be at work? And I'm like, yeah, I know, I should. <laughs> and I told him what's, what was going yeah. on. He's like, oh, we have this you know, member here who's a recruiter. And there's his wife over there. And it was Michelle Furman. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you know, I talked to her a little bit. And, and then they set up an interview for Matt and myself. Okay. And... Uh, you know, I looked on their website. I'm like, man, what kind of job is this guy going to make help me find? Yeah, you know, it was yeah. all marine engineers, yeah. GPOs. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting there talking to him, and I didn't realize till the end. I'm, oh, I'm interviewing for you. Yeah. I work mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, it took it took uh, maybe two or three months of follow-up. Wow. Just following up. And, yeah. And uh, ultimately, that's what got me the job, I think. Was, and he'll tell you. It was like yeah. the follow-up. Um, yeah. Uh, couldn't say no at that point. Wow. Yeah. Ran in the gym. That's mm -hmm. a, that's, that's, and yeah, look where you're at now. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. crazy. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. So do you remember the first person you placed? The first person? Ooh, that's a good That's a one. long, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's a long time. I remember people I placed. I, I definitely remember uh, big one. You know, it's funny is a, a guy at one of my early placements, one of my early placements, uh, was Ben Adams, who now works for Ford. Okay, yep. Uh, which is cool. Oh, wow. Um, but the very first one, I think I put a master on a drill ship or something. Really? Like that, which was huge because that was, that was pretty tough, yeah. So yeah. you came in as a recruiter? Yeah. Or, oh, okay. yeah. I, yeah. And I didn't know anything. I mean, the, fir <laughs> the first day, I didn't never recruited. I yeah. never did, I never was in maritime oil and gas. And the first day, Matt Furman hands me a spreadsheet. And one of the reasons I'm where I'm at right now is literally like 
I wanted to work and I started and, mm-hmm. and, and there was another person who was supposed to start the same day as me and he knew maritime, he knew everything and he, and he decided he wanted an extra week of vacation. Oh. You know, and and so I was lucky enough that Matt Furman handed me a spreadsheet that said, call these DPOs. Mm. I'm like, it's a DPO. And call, <laughs> call, call them about what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, he, and then he just handed me a sheet asking these questions. All right, cool. Cool. You know, and, so. and and they were, that was a high high demand job at that time. People, mm-hmm. But they were wanting them to move shoreside. Like, so my, my thing was trying to find someone who wanted to double their workload and cut their pay in half. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. go, go from like, you know, 180 a year working yeah. six months a year to, yeah. oh, do you want two weeks off a year, 50 weeks a year of work and, mm-hmm. and make 90? And so, um, uh, yeah, my, my first jobs were fun and PO mariners that wanted to come shoreside, and I got a few jobs where I got to put people offshore. But yeah, I, there's there's certain placements I remember for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, because they were like, you know, why we do the things we do, which right. is to change people's lives for yep, the better. That's but, right. But I, man, I have to go back and see who the first see one who was. First one. DPO, yeah, always but he, ask. that's that's crazy. He said just a uh, spreadsheet and numbers of call and no, <laughs> with nothing he else. Said, Here's DPO. a phone. Get after yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> and not only that, change the whole way they've been working. Yeah, and go recruit them. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I just want to ask you. This is our time, man. What what what, what core value uh, you're going to go with? Because I'm going to ask Eric. Service above self. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say results oriented. Like he seems like a results oriented guy. What's your favorite core core value that you yeah, would have to I say? Mean, you got you guys hit it on the head, but uh, I'd say probably service above self. You got uh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sign me a dollar. You got it. You I'll got take it. A sign dollar. You I got think, it. I think that they all flow after that anyway. Like I mean the the results. Yeah. Yeah, we want those results, but and they, but they come if you're putting everything else in front of. Service above self. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, That's right. Yeah. I agree. He didn't. He didn't email you or call you. Did no, because he? he cheats sometimes. He, no, he, he never. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Never. Yeah. So you got I'm just it. that good. Service above self. Yep. I love that. Um, and, and the the core values. I think that was one of the things that we talked about. This um, uh, that, that resonates with everyone. When you see them, you see the people. You guys do a great job of finding people that connects with those core values. It's not some people place them up there and it's just like oh. No, we actually have people here that embody that. And I think that's intentional mm-hmm. by you guys because you were, I mean, you were in my interview. So I'm yeah. sure you look for certain things, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's a tribute to how the company's been growing. So yeah, that's it's a good. question. So you bring, on that one. Yeah, it's a question y'all bring up in the interview, which I like too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome. You know, I mean, you know, we're, we're there to change people's lives and make it better, make it better for the company, make it better that's for the right. person who's, who's going to take a job. And if, if you're, if you're putting that ahead of it, know everything's important but it, it's huge on the um you know on this crewing side yeah mm-hmm. i think that's how we really exploded there like the client mm-hmm. is you know what do they want okay let's do this you yeah. know and and okay we we need to put someone to work you know they need work right and and uh those are the two most important things are we doing the right thing to help these people achieve what they want to achieve and, mm-hmm. and after that after that like all the all the good stuff flows that's from that. it that's yep. it. That's cool. Hey, I, I heard from a little birdie you like to sing karaoke. Is that true? <laughs> I've heard some performances. <laughs> no, no, it is not. It's not true. It's not true. I like, to do, like that's not something I choose to do 
uh, on a regular basis. Uh, it's something I'll do on special, special at the days, moment, and I'm not doing at it at the right moment. Now, that's, <laughs> what, that's what has to lead. I wasn't going to lead up happened. to that, but <laughs> but let me ask you this: What's your favorite karaoke song that you performed before? Can you remember? No, man. I, heard you just, I heard you just did one at the golf uh, thing. Yeah, well, what, was I'm, you there? Walker, did, did, I, did not, you see that performance? I, <laughs> I may have been there. I wasn't there, so I like to know about it. It was a performance, but I, you know, it's controversial. Yeah. <laughs> it's controversial. I'm not, I'm it's not, not for the podcast today. No. Yeah, I'm not throwing that one out. Alex, Alex told me, but I heard y'all had some really good fun. Yeah, heard, it was a good time. It. Yeah. it was a good time. It was a good time to celebrate the team. That's cool. So. That's cool. That's cool. So what kind of stuff do you like to do outside of work that you enjoy? Yeah, when you have time. Yeah, when you have time, just yeah. relax when your phone's not ringing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like the last three years, that hasn't happened. You know, it's, I'm it's sure. been, uh, we did everything we could to build this place when, when you take a hot market. Right. But, um, but I'm really trying more to 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 get back into, okay, like, hey, you know, work-life balance a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I just took my kids surfing, and that, that was amazing. I love, love it. Um, Were you tempted to do work, or did you unplug completely? Dude, I was telling someone today, I was surprised, man, because normally I'm you, like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, I, I got to stay involved. Um, everyone left me alone, and everything I looked at, I'm like, man, I can right deal with you that know, later. But I have a, I have a good team. Like we, yeah. we built a good team. Like uh, the logistics and and onboarding team. That's right. We have phenomenal people. So you trust them to do yeah. their yeah. job, and yeah, that, yeah. The, the other uh, managers and account managers running the running these this crewing, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They know what to do, you know. So. Uh, unless something may, I got one call that said, I need to talk to you. I just come up from a dive and looking at this beautiful water, yeah. this rock, you know, this giant mountain thing or whatever. And I'm like, all right, what's up? What? <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, it's better be important. I'm yeah. on a sea. I'm on a sea right now. No, yeah. but, but other than that, yeah, I unplugged. And so I love to scuba dive, surf, uh, jump out of airplanes once in a while with my kids. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, hang out with people Yeah. and, um, I used to fly a lot. I used to teach people to fly airplanes, and so I, I got to get back into that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of things I like to do. But uh, I was going to ask you about that life, too. Life yeah, things, you know? that was my next question for you, Eric. Uh, that, you know, the pilot. Tell me how you got into that, and uh, like, what have you done with that? That's uh, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. So, you know, I was I was going through college. I was getting done with college. I'm like, man, what do I really want to do? Um, like, man, I want to be Maverick, you know, top guys, <laughs> you know, so, uh, and my first job, I worked a large, one of the biggest corporations in the world. And I was like, this job, I'm like, this is what I went to college for. You know, like I, I just, yeah, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. And uh, I was under the flight path at, uh, John Wayne airport, Orange County. And I'm like, man, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And then one of my coworkers wife was, a uh, one of my coworkers husbands, uh, was a pilot, for Continental at the time, now United was out in Guam, and he got us out there to go diving in Australia wow. and stuff. And I'm like, wow. man, this is this is cool. And yeah. so, so I went through the whole process with the Navy. It took like a year and a half, and I was applying and and doing all this stuff. And at the last minute, the, the recruiter goes, "Okay, you got to pick a job. I'm like, mm-hmm. Pick a job. I told you, like, I want to be a pilot. Like, yeah, this is nothing new. You know, it's been a year and a half." He goes, "Yeah, but." make a second choice because they want to see you want to be, you know, in the Navy. I'm like, all right. Mm. And, you know, I got selected for that second choice. And so, you know, 
you know, part of me regrets like not going in and do it and doing service, but uh, the the other part was like, man, the second choice was a ten year commitment and come out with no yeah. no real skill that was transferable. Right. Yeah. Right. And so um, I'm like, fine, I'll do this on my own. Right. And and I went and I started taking flying lessons and. Uh, the company I was at at the time asked me to move to North Carolina. I said no, and they're like, "All right, here's your severance package," which paid for the start of the flight training. And, wow! Uh, around September 11th, <laughs> everyone I knew got laid off, and I was getting my instructor's license. And I'm like, "Oh man, this is not a good time." But, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. But I taught for a long time and build my time and got some amazing views, like things I'll always remember in my head, like I bet. like beautiful views and and. Uh, cool experiences i got to fly jets and i got to fly different i got to fly you know a group of people into aspen and i did you know That's just different cool. things but ultimately uh even when i was flying I'm like okay this is fun mm-hmm. but uh and it, it could be a career obviously it is a, a great career for people but i'm like you know i don't just want to fly i yeah. want to be a part of business i want to be a part of yeah. building something and making something happen and so um at some point, it was just like, yeah. all right, man, I got two kids. You got to do the, you know. Right. Because it seemed like flying has almost monopolizes your life to a degree. Almost. Oh, my God. Dude. I, yeah. I, re- I remember one time I was flying. And this is the way I am. I'm all in on things, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I was teaching. I was flying seven days a week. You know, my wife hated it. I was, mm-hmm. you know, 16 hours a day. You can only f- teach or fly right. eight. Mm-hmm. But there was so much more involved. So anyone who's wondering about pilots, man, they go through so much training. They go through Whew. so much work. But we were, we were, because I, I had to do ground lessons. All yeah. this. I was like there like 14 hours a day. and But all I did was fly every mm. day up and down, up and down. And uh, one day I'm, I'm in my car. I had a, a Honda Prelude with the, you know, the hand I remember brake, the Preludes, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember brake. the Preludes. He probably doesn't, I but yeah, I knew. <laughs> yeah. With the handbrake. And, and I'm, I'm, on this, I'm on this road, and I'm coming to a stop sign. Mm-hmm. And as I'm coming to this stop sign, I grabbed the handbrake on the prelude because in the airplanes I was flying, the flaps, which helps slow the airplane down. As you're slowing down, you're, we had this Kinda lever like had, that was yeah. like this handbrake, and we would pull it one notch at a time. And I'm coming to this stop, and I'm not even thinking, like, oh, I'm, at the, I'm feeling this, the certain speed that I'm slowing down to. And I go to pull my handbrake. Oh, I know what's going to happen <laughs> and here. And I go, oh, okay, I'm flying too much. Yeah. You know? and, and my wife was saying, like, you know, you don't see green lights or red lights anymore <laughs> like, wow I was yeah looking at that stuff uh, yeah and uh, i'm like okay i need to take at least a, d- a d- <laughs> wow. day off yeah and, uh, but it was yeah it, it consumed me i mean it was yeah it was uh awesome yeah but, uh, yeah that's yeah. that's pretty cool i mean i'm pretty sure how long did that season last eric with piloting and flying how long was that um i mean the training was two years or so before i could start teaching people and then i taught for two or three years and then I, i'm like okay i gotta tell you you know i got two kids now i gotta yeah. i gotta do mm-hmm. I, the airlines weren't really hiring because this was you know it was after september 11th yeah. but it's still there was a lot of a lot of things going on and then i um uh that's when i got into the mortgage banking and gotcha. when that financial crisis happened and everyone lost their jobs I was, i'm like okay i need to work i need to and transition I, and I, I jumped yeah. back into teaching yeah. Yeah. while i was trying to find a, a permanent full-time job and and then um you know, we moved here to Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. So it stopped. So, so there were two periods. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. were a couple of years. Got and, like and, and you got the next question on that because he Eric's done a lot of pivoting to different yeah. things. So yeah, the, I believe this this was after was this after the real estate uh, brokers you were doing was that after or before the piloting? Between yeah, between. So, between. So, so the piloting was first. Then I did the real estate stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, or the mortgage stuff, and then 
And then when the financial crisis happened, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, like everyone right, in California yeah. lost yeah. it. Like, it, I mean, was, it was horrible. Mm -hmm. It was it was bad. And and um, that's when I'm like, I got to do something. Mm -hmm. And so I started teaching. And, and luckily, I was at a school that was teaching foreign like uh, students from Taiwan, from mm -hmm. India, who were going to oh, go back cool. to go back to their okay. home countries and become airline pilots. Because even even at the time, like not many people were. For themselves like a private guy like you guys mm -hmm. saying, hey i want to get my license because everyone was like financially yeah. kind of hurting yep. and, and all the all the big companies uh they stopped flying their private jets because mm. they got pulled up in front of congress like how'd you get here today oh we flew our private jet and then they got yeah. roasted yeah and, 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 like all these big companies started making their ceos fly yeah. southwest and this and that so so wow um, yeah it was just a weird time wow yeah wow so to, to the mortgage stuff that you did, what, what were exactly were you dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis? Because I know that that world is way different than, than just about anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, you know, that's, that's one thing I loved. I, I did love that job. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's, I bring a lot of that to this job here. Mm -hmm. um, it was super fast-paced. We were making deals. You know, uh, I worked on two sides of it. One side, I was the bank where we would have brokers call us. You know, mm -hmm. you you walker want a loan you you go to a broker to help you do it the broker mm -hmm. calls us we structure the deal mm. you know hey how, what's the rate how much can i make on this and oh this person you know here's the situation with this person there's always something right yeah of course just like recruiting there's always right. something yeah this right. game, this, like, right. there's always that one thing right. and um but i love that job and then and then i went on to the other side of it where i was dealing directly with the borrower i went to work for a really good friend and this is before everything crashed and, mm -hmm. and we started like doing really well and, and Things were, it was a small office, family office, much like yeah. when I started at Core Group. And so I've seen lots of different things. And and, and day to day was, I'm telling you, it's, it's very much like a ton of work. recruiting. Yeah. And, Just and, always on the phone. In the sense that you're on the phone, you're talking to people. What what works for you? What do you need? Mm -hmm. How do I make your life right. better? And okay, how do we structure this? And mm -hmm. there's always issues and there's always connecting those always, dots. And, yeah. then, and then you're going to the client or to the to the, right. the bank, okay, here's what I need to do. And, right. and they're saying, Well, here's the issues and this and that and it takes thirty days, you know, and, and uh it's never smooth for the most part and, mm -hmm. and, and it's problem solving and that's what I what I love about uh this job here. You know, yeah, I'm absolutely. really problem solving a lot. Absolutely in this uh in this company and the job absolutely that's awesome absolutely what would you say um i guess you've been a pilot you've been in a, you know the corporate world you've been in the maritime you've been what would you give the advice to your son say anybody listening that has to pivot that has to make that decision left or right what would what would you say that that's been very uh helpful with you and as you do these transitions and pivots yeah just you got to pivot. Yeah. You know, you got to, you got to look for the opportunity. You got to take it. And, and, you know, it may not work out. I mean, I had multiple that didn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Every time I thought, hey, man, this is it. You know, it's not, you know, it's not like literally, okay, you know, a, a world event would happen. Mm -hmm. you, know? Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, we had 9 11 and then we had the Pandemic. global financial crisis. <laughs> yeah. 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 All kinds of stuff. And so, so this is the longest job I've ever actually been at. Not, because I've ever been fired or, right. or, or just said, oh, I just want to leave. But it's like different things have happened. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I've done different things, right? Mm -hmm. And you just go do, man. And you put your you put your effort into it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you can't think you're above anything. You're always going to be learning. Mm -hmm. um, That's good. Yeah. And so, so go in there and uh, 
make yourself do things even if it's not your job description how can i help what can i do you start relieving people of mm -hmm. stuff all of a sudden you're the most valuable person like because they're like oh god i don't want to lose that person mm -hmm. because they're they're they help me so much mm -hmm. you know and, and they've taken this off my plate and 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 helped helped me for example, like you have a manager, you've helped your manager leave some time. Mm -hmm. You can now go do something even better and build something even more. And then it, it, it pulls you up. And and so uh, it's just put everything you got into it. Don't think you're above anything. Don't look at just your job That's description. Good. Yeah. Go do it. And, and be yeah, helpful. You're, you're going to yeah. be faced with times where you like, what do I do? You know, do I pivot? And mm -hmm. Or you have no choice. And, and uh, yeah, it's scary or yeah. you, you're nervous, but you just go do it. It's gonna work or it's not. Mm -hmm. I remember, you know, one time we, uh, when the oil and gas downturn uh, happened here, when I was at Core Group, you know, in twenty whatever it was, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I can't even remember the year, right? Mm -hmm. But um, we were starting to have to lay people off, and and uh, I remember one of my really good friends. Like we, we still talk and hang out. I would love for the guy to come work work here, but um, I know we, you've tried to recruit him already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Cliff, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, great guy. But um, he's like, man, why don't you, why don't you leave, man? You don't want to be stuck without a job, like mm -hmm. musical chair type thing, right? I go, man, you know, I'm here. I'll, I'll ride this one till the wheels fall off. We're gonna know in two or three months anyway. And yeah, and, you know, you have to have confidence in yourself if you know you have your abilities, and and you can, uh, you, no matter where you go, if you know you can work hard mm -hmm. and provide value, then you should have confidence in yourself. That like, I will find what I need to, and I will. That's good. I will excel at what I need to. That's good. And so even if I stick this through, yeah, I might be unemployed for a little bit, and, and it, it, it could be hard and mm -hmm. difficult, but we always make it through, you know, to the other side, uh, no matter what. And That's so, good. Um, yeah, man. That's, That's good. That's awesome. That's good. Learning how to, you know, service, going back to what he said earlier, service above mm -hmm. self, making yourself a value and asset to wherever situation you're in. Uh, having that fearless approach that, you know, where the fails, I, I put my whole all in. Well, I don't yeah. know if it's yeah. fearless, but, but yeah. well, yeah, I but mean, you got to do it. You got to yeah. put it aside because yeah. you're right. There is some, just, there is some kind of fear a little bit. Of it, course. Changing careers yeah. and that's, can so, I do but this? You're right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's good. Eric. So, so you said that, you know, the core group you've been here has been your longest job. How has core group changed in the 10 years you've been here? Well, man, we that's like good. Said, you know, we started out. I already described the office. We yeah, started I know. Out in, right, and now and, what we're in now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there was uh, six, four, six. I forget. Um, and uh, it was very much you know everyone did everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Wore all the hats. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Yeah, I mean Matt Furman held more right yeah. because he was more doing the accounting and mm -hmm. the, the HR. Like you know he had the he was the business owner side of it. Um, you know, it's just changed a lot. We've we've always had like really good people come mm -hmm. through these doors, uh, very special people, you know, um, and uh, people who try who did all the right things. It's like, man, why is this not working for them? And and uh, you know, different marketing conditions. We've gone up to twenty people, gone down to myself and Matt, mm -hmm. and then grew back. You know, so uh, like you said, office size, and, and, yeah. and now we have departments, HR departments. Yeah. We have accounting departments we yeah have, you know all, yeah. all this support um we've grown as far as what we offer right the thing the things that core group works on the types of jobs the industries we're in the services we could provide yeah more than just recruiting now yeah um, absolutely and uh uh you know it's, i 
I think last year, maybe after KPI when we were downtown and then went to, mm-hmm. what was that brewery? Anyway, um, I just looked at Matt and I'm like, dude, we're a real business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we have an HR department. Yeah. We yeah. have an accounting person. Like, this is real deal now. This isn't small. Uh, That's little, cool. Little mom and pop. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but I think the values, you know, we didn't create these core values written down until mm-hmm. A few years ago, but I think those values were already there, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys know Matt and like his his values, and and a lot of the people and myself, like I had these certain values, and we've just incorporated it's them kinda, in and looked for right. those types of people, and uh, right. Um, but it's 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 grown. I mean, it goes through absolutely yeah. different things. How, how's how's do you and I mean, you know, you and Matt uh, Furman uh, chemistry, you know, to be around that long. You know, obviously, you guys have had have to have tremendous chemistry to see it go from a baby to infant to the where we are now. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. How how you and Matt that chemistry is? Well, if you you know, we take those personality profiles. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, what, what's the the PI, uh, the PI one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Predictive you know, index. You out there yeah. don't all know what we're talking about because yeah. we, if you looked at if you held Matt Furman's and mine side by side, you would see we're one hundred percent opposite. You, you'll see even our extremes, our extremes, <laughs> on the, and we have more extremes than most yeah. of you guys did. But um, So that's a so, blueprint for success. Get yeah. somebody the opposite of what you do. And then yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I supplemented Matt, basically. Yeah. You know, the, the things that he was strong at, I didn't have. I'm not a business developer. Like, mm-hmm. I can say it, which is part of recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't knock that door down, right? Yeah. But if you get... If you get me in that door, I'm going to love on you. I'm going to provide you so much customer service. Matt Furman, he's going to knock that door down, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he's going to be like, ooh, another door. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and so that's where I really added my value to Matt was, mm-hmm. was, was you know, support him and where he needed support on more of the, like, okay, the account management piece, mm-hmm. which he could do, do all the different things, but it allowed him to, to move on and, and, and focus on building business. That's right. And so – you know, I mean, the chemistry is, is basically we're exact opposite. Um, I learned a lot from him. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's younger than I am, and mm-hmm. I came from other things. I think in the beginning he was like, oh, you know, he knew I went through that uh, mortgage thing. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, so he would, you know, listen to some things I, I might have to say about different things. But mm-hmm. um, ultimately, you know, we're, the way we approach things and view yeah. things are two totally different ways. Uh, and I think it just supplemented each other like i it learned worked. a lot i changed yeah. a lot because it, it, for the better uh, from th- some some things or how he approaches certain things um and so uh you know it just it just worked it to, worked to, yeah we, you know we covered each other's weaknesses and accentuated each other's strengths i guess mm-hmm. you could say yeah yeah that's awesome that's cool that's so cool. as far as back to recruiting you know you're you're considered the best recruiter here um Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Continue. What uh, what is it? What does it take to be a great recruiter? That's all good. Right. First of all, I would not say I'm the, I'm the best recruiter. <laughs> I'm the longest recruiter here. Um, you know, obviously, you guys get Daniel Arenas on this thing. He's he's he's. Oh yeah. A great recruiter. Yeah, right? he's a monster uh, because of the way he thinks and the way he approaches things. I've learned a lot and, from and him. And the research he does, and then and then how he talks to people. I think. The part that made me a, a decent recruiter um, was, yeah, not so much the technical aspects of how do you search, how do you mm-hmm. do this, how do you do that. I mean, there is a total art and science to it mm-hmm. uh, that I was never like that strong with. But um, 
it's just when I was talking to the people, asking the questions, digging deeper mm-hmm. than like, oh, you want this job? Right. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think I've done your guys' training sometimes where I'm like, keep asking why and keep asking how until it literally runs into a mm-hmm. roadblock. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, because you got to get down to what the real motivation is. Is this really a better opportunity? Um, does this make sense? And, and you know, there's a lot of things that'll derail the deal at the end and you want to try to find right. those in the beginning. Um, so time, uh, pain, you know, learning, yeah, learning through course. the learning through the failures channeling your uh, emotions yeah absolutely yeah, learning the pain of losing these deals towards the end yeah. and, and so it's all learning you know just just kept learning so if anyone thinks i'm the best recruiter here it's not it's not the case it's just uh i've just done it longer and so mm-hmm. i know so i know the the pain points or i know the industry a little more yeah but as you guys get to a few more years in you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna see those windows and know those doors mm-hmm. of, of ooh, the, the hiring manager just said right. this you know what? they actually need something else right. or or hey, there's another opportunity. Hey, yeah. who who can I talk to about getting that job? Mm-hmm. Too? Yeah, so, yeah. So it's just that, that's just time and experience. There's there's nothing special about what I do. I think except for I don't take anything at face value, and I just keep asking. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good behavior, and I've learned that a lot. And, and we'll have Daniel Rain at some at some point on. Yeah, there, of but, course. But he he digs deep on that, and and you have to do that on the contract side. I'm sure with, with yeah. keeping those guys plugged in and busy yeah. and work. So that's cool. That's pretty cool. So I, I want to go back to your California days. I, 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 you know, the, what, what would you say a big difference between Texas and California? And, and not just weather. We know oh, the yeah. weather is there. That's a given. Mm-hmm. But cost of living. Like, what, are your, what do you and your sons enjoy most uh, from California to Texas? And give us a little bit of comparison on that for those that haven't been out. Yeah, I mean, California is just beautiful i mean i mean the reason you pay for california, <laughs> yeah. california is because you could literally do oh you want to go to the desert cool, yeah we got Death valley yeah. uh, you know or head to vegas in three hours from la right oh you you want to go down to mexico okay you know that hey that's close. right uh you want to go surf i mean i remember i was a sophomore in college went to uc irvine which is orange county mm-hmm. really it should be new uc newport beach it was like right right there. yeah and um I remember it was like it was February and it just snowed. Not not there in Orange County, but they you know, they got some ten thousand foot mountains that surround yeah surround LA. And we were up snow skiing like we woke up early, we went snow skiing for two hours, three hours or something like that, drove down and and then I realized, like, I'm having a beer, right? And I realized, wait, dude, I'm on the beach in my shorts, <laughs> drinking a beer in the middle of February, yeah. looking at the waves, like, should I go surf or what? You're definitely not <laughs> doing that in Houston. You're yeah. not doing that in yeah. Houston. So that's not a big Galveston. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I turn around and look, I'm like, there's snow on the mountains. I just literally went snow skiing. And yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Awesome, you know, yeah. Yeah. And lakes, rivers, and, and the weather's good. And, and so th- there, there's lots of great stuff. But uh, I was telling someone the other day, you know, when I first moved to Houston, I was like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how much I like Houston, but it was because I was kind of confined to a yeah. bubble. I didn't get out. My kids were little. We're just all we're doing is right. baseball, you know. Right. Yep. And uh, the more that I've been going out in Houston and, and, it's and a lot doing different things, man, I love it's it here. It's I a love, lot to do. I love Houston. Uh, Texas has just so much opportunity. It's a lot uh, to do. Living. And there's some great things in, in Texas, too, yeah. that they have to offer. Right, you know? right. But, yeah, do, do I miss, you know, Cal- a lot of things about California. But uh, the people in Texas, the um, the atmosphere in Texas, the growth-mindedness of Texas. It's the, a lot of, the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of great stuff. And, I mean, geez, you know, 
I'm in Houston. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can fly to New York in three hours. You can fly to L.A. in three hours. You can fly to the Cayman Islands in two hours. I mean, Costa Rica took me three hours. Like, mm. I'm, you can... You can go anywhere. To, yeah, you can go that, anywhere. That was cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It really only took three hours to go to Costa Rica. Yeah, it was three. It was yeah. I think just uh, just under it, or, or it just a little three, over. three and a half maybe. I, okay. can't, I can't remember. That's not I bad. Know. That's I know. That's not bad. bad. If you think about it, it's a drive to Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I went that's to Belize. Cool. It was like an hour and forty five minutes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, There's lots of great. Are you a Lakers fan? Nah, worse. Oh, yeah, okay. I grew up in the Bay Area. Oh, Bay. Okay, uh, my, yeah. uh, actually, at the high school I went with, you know, you know Rick Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Rick his, Berry. His sons, his sons, and I were in the same. Brent Berry, high all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brent yeah. Berry. He, I think he was older. Yeah, I think he was a year or two older. Very skilled family. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. I, I mean, I just asked about the Lakers because LeBron not going to get a ring this year. But <laughs> thank God. By the time this episode aired, it won't matter. Anymore. No, it won't. Jokic, you've already won it. Yeah, don't get me started with basketball, man. No. We got to get through this episode. But yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I, I, I plan on going to California soon, so yeah, we'll see. That'd be we'll a good see. one. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. So I want to ask you about Houston. Back on that, what do you what do you like to eat? What do you like to go? What's your spots? Oh man, what's your spots? So I I love all types of food. I really do. Like, there's, there's You're an eclectic eater. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, whether it's pizza, then it's going to be Gypsy Poet, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, man, you know what I'm bummed about is Taste Bar's clothes. That place was, oh, have you ever been there? That, that place slam. was super yeah, good. With yeah, the, yeah. Uh, with, with Why did it close? Do you know, it's, I didn't even know that. It's been a while since I've been. Yeah, I think it was like IRS oh, issues wow. or something crazy. That place was super it was, good. It was, it was uh, good. It was really good. good. You've been to Taste Bar? I have not. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, that place is super Look good. Look it up. It's pretty good. Yeah. You know, Katarobata Sushi. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got they got great stuff. Lots of Asian foods. Like I, I like that. Ton stuff. of Thai, ton food. Asian. Thai food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tex Mex out here. No, not a fan of it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. Tex Mex just does not have my attention. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. When, gotcha. when, when someone says queso, I'm like, eh, no, uh, I'm that's fair. Yeah. 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 That's the California in you. Yeah. 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 I want a crispy taco. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want yeah. a real fish taco from Ensenada. You know? That's cool. That's cool. So you go out. Do you like to go any place else other than eating out here in Houston? Any any events, any stuff got here? Hooded Deck. That place is good. Yeah. yeah. That's Alex. Alex took me to that place. Oh, man. That's the yeah, one this with the Katie wings. Asia, this Katy Asia town has the best food. They do. Katie no, it's good. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Houston has great food. Likes lots of great places, you know. Um, I mean, there's just so many I've tried. It's, they, it's they, a lot. Uh, uh, you know, down in, in, in downtown or down in Midtown or mm-hmm. Kirby. It's a lot. That. Do you know we, we're one of the most fattest cities? Did you hear about that? Just because of all the restaurants and all the stuff? No, I didn't know yeah, that, but it makes it, sense. Look it up. I, I, mean, gained, I gained 20 pounds when I moved here. Yeah, see? I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, see? I'm not joking. I mean, yeah. just, I just, wow. I mean, that's just, I didn't know that. I was a like, lot of good stuff. It is. Yeah. It is. Most definitely. Did we do our shout today? We got anybody we shout? No, out? we uh, the only shout out I was going to do was going to do Core Group because Eric's ten years and just wanted to shout out Core Group for yep. the first one. So. That's awesome, Core yeah. Group. We so got to, we thanks got for to. thanks for allowing us to be here. That's Eric, right. Through all your hard work. That's right. Yeah, well, all right. Well, we we know, yeah. and I and it's, it lends me to uh, think about you know when we summarize Eric and all the work he's done from the ground up. You have to have a level of diligence, of course. That and um, you know if y'all speak to anybody that works with Eric, they just He's that guy that's going to make sure the job get done. So it, it just brought me to the scripture, Proverbs 10 and 4. It says that lazy hands will lead to poverty, but the hands 
of the wealthy, uh, the hands of the uh, diligent will bring wealth. And this company uh, is a prime example of Eric being, you know, diligent hands, mm -hmm. making this company what it is uh, and just, you know, in the office, out of the office, constantly working. We didn't even get into this work of contract. They work on weekends, calls. Yeah. I mean, he's, phone's you never just heard about it. I'm surprised your phone hasn't rang. He's already. in the seat getting the call. He didn't so, bring, he didn't bring his so, phone. <laughs> but, but, that's, but that's a level of diligence, you yeah. know, that's unmatched. And uh, we're not where we're at without Eric's diligence. And yeah. everybody who's come before us, and we appreciate that. And the last one I'll leave you with is Galatians 69 that says, Be not weary in well-doing, for you will reap if you faint not. So wherever you're at in life, just continue to drive, continue to push. Uh, don't get weary in well-doing. What we do here is, is it's a blessing. We get to put people in positions to win yep. and uh, in transition. And, um, you know, when those days where we get a candidate to fall off, I can't be weary in well-doing. Nope. Just keep, I got to keep, keep going. going. I got to keep going. Keep so, uh, so for all you out there, you know, don't be weary in well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. Well, Eric, thank you so much for joining thank you, us. Eric. It's been thank awesome. Thank you for your time. We grabbed yeah. you. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you for yeah. letting me step into your guys' world. Yeah, yeah it's oh, fun. That's awesome. It's fun. It's a good time. We love doing this. Well, thank you all so much for joining the Core Compass podcast. We hope you enjoyed learning more about our guest, Eric, and you know his valuable insights about recruiting, about mm -hmm. California, just about everything. Life. Yeah, about life in general. Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube for more great episodes like this one. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, at Core Group Resources to stay connected about all our news episodes and latest sneak peeks. That's right. Uh, thank you so much so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next Thank time. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Peace.